Hello everybody and welcome to episode 4 of the Real Time Podcast. I am super excited about today's episode as we're mixing things up a little. As a part of the Real Time Wellness Project, I have brought on board a very special guest today to share some insight with us on a topic I think is going to be very beneficial for you all. Before we get down to it though, for any newcomers to this podcast, I want to say welcome and thank you for tuning in. But I also wanted to shed a bit of insight into what exactly the Real-Time Wellness Project is. These are difficult times we are facing, but we can still choose to focus on the positive that is around us. The Real-Time Wellness Project is a way for me to talk to you guys on a more personal level and really connect with the emotions and thoughts you may be feeling, and to also help you work through these. I'm excited to make the most of this self-isolation period and to help you guys do the same also. Well, I think that's enough said for now, so why don't we get down to it? It's time to get real with you all. I introduce our special guest on today's podcast. Some of you may already know her, whether it's as Jelaine Morland or by Jelaine. She is a good friend of mine. I actually met through my online business about a year ago now, and I am so, so excited to welcome her onto this podcast and have her shed some light into all of our lives during this time. So welcome, Jelaine. Thank you so much for jumping on today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Um, Well, I might just do a little bit of an introduction on myself. So my name is Jelaine, as you guys have already heard. I'm 23 years old and I run my own health and wellness business just from my Instagram. Um, I live in Brisbane, but I've only just recently moved there from the Central Coast, which is in New South Wales, if anyone has ever heard of that. Um, I'm actually South African though. So I was born in South Africa and Australia became my home about 13 years ago. And a little bit of things that I love, I love all things gut health, wellness, lifestyle and self-care. Amazing. And that's why we are such good friends because we share so many similar interests. And I'm just grateful that you did move to the Gold Coast um, when you did. So we had the opportunity to meet and get a lot closer. So I'm so excited to have you on today. But I mean, you already know that. So the reason I actually asked you to hop on this podcast is because I actually wanted one. I watched one of your Instagram lives at the beginning of all of this COVID-19 madness. And you were talking about the impact it had started to have on your daily life. But the thing that I loved most about the live video you were doing is that you were actually sharing how you overcame this. And I thought that was very, like really, really insightful and um, obviously something a lot of people would really benefit from. So I'd love to start off with you sharing a bit about how you have kind of been impacted by the whole self-isolation situation. Well, aside from the travel plans that I had booked, I have actually mainly been impacted mentally, which I think a lot of people can relate to. And because I already work from home, I found that my routine was already there. It's just the like the exercising that I had to kind of adapt to. So I just had to start working out at home rather than my normal gym. And that was the biggest physical change, I think. After watching the news and trying to keep up to date with all the changes, it honestly just began to affect me mentally. 
just knowing that my friends and family could be at risk of losing their jobs and that people's lives were about to be turned upside down made my heart really heavy for the world. I fell into a slump and I basically threw my routine right out the window for probably about three days. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I remember you telling me about that. And um, so it kind of sounds like there's a few different levels of things that you've really been affected by with all of this. And it's interesting how we kind of go through waves with emotions of what we feel during these times. As for me, it's been quite similar. Initially, we are, you know, so concerned about those material things we lose, like travel cancellations and gym closures and so on. And then after that comes the heaviest stuff, like the mental strains we begin to face, which we didn't think we would initially. So I guess then I'm interested to know how long have you personally been self-isolating for and what impact have you noticed this start to have on your daily life? So I think it's been about two and a half weeks now since we've we personally started self-isolating and it's definitely been a roller coaster. Like after a few days of feeling really low, I was listening to a business meeting call that I that that really reminded me, you know, how lucky I am. I have a roof over my head, I have food, I have an income, I have good company, my dog and my boyfriend. And not many people have all of that. So I, I got to I got back into writing, which is something that I would do every single day. I would write down my daily gratitude list and my affirmations. And then I just rewrote a daily routine that included moving my body from home and like re-implemented working out back into my routine. And honestly, after just one day of following a structure again, I felt amazing. And I just turned my focus away from what was on the news and instead better instead on bettering myself and my business. It's completely normal, I think, to feel down and to sit in your feelings for a period of time. I think it's important to really recognize your feelings and allow yourself to watch that Netflix show, eat that cake, cry a little bit and not feel bad about it. I think if you give yourself permission to feel sad you won't have that constant battle in your head of right and wrong or good and bad but compromise and give yourself a day to bounce back make sure that you're doing that decide that you want to feel good not bad you know decide that you want to move forward not come to a standstill and you can start by creating a to-do list yeah, I love that. I love that so much. Thank you for sharing all of that. So I guess um, reestablishing your routine and dealing with your emotions are definitely struggles that I, I really think that you're not alone in facing. And that's why I'm so glad you said to come and speak. You said yes to coming and speaking on here because I think there are so many people who are feeling and going through these same sorts of emotions and feelings that could really benefit from hearing this. Um, so I am such a strong believer in establishing a routine for you know myself personally and other people as well. I really do like to encourage that because particularly in times like these, we need some sort of a constant. We need something we can occupy our minds with and really focus on during the day. So what would you say that um, as your biggest hurdle has been recently, sorry, what would you say that your biggest hurdle has been more recently? But um, more importantly, I would love for you to share with everyone how you actually overcame this hurdle. Okay, so my biggest hurdle was starting to snack a lot and just pretty much eating whatever was in the pantry. We we bought a lot of food and I just went to town on my quarantine snacks, as everyone's calling them. But to get over that, I just started looking up healthy recipe ideas that I could make and healthy treats to have. This is something that's actually been like um, 
something that I do regularly anyways. I live a pretty healthy lifestyle. So I was, it was easy for me to bounce back into eating healthy. Um, but also sticking to my meals really helped. So not skipping meals, making sure I'm having my breakfast, my lunch and my dinner instead of the, instead of skipping those meals and, um, instead of pushing them back, even making sure I'm having all three of my, my main meals. So that snacking is, um, is limited. Yeah. Well, you're definitely not alone in that. We all, um, have our moments where we fall into those traps of snacking when we really shouldn't be. And honestly, I really think that that comes back to the whole concept of having a routine and learning to become self-disciplined enough to be able to commit to it. Um, So I'd love it if you can share a bit more on that, actually. So obviously having a routine has helped you overcome obstacles such as, you know, snacking, but what has implementing a routine done for you on a deeper level? Yeah. So my routine has honestly grounded me. Like there was a day I decided I wouldn't leave my bed at all from morning to night. I decided to sleep in and then watch Netflix all day. And that's okay for a one-time thing. But I realized that I actually didn't enjoy that day at all. It was boring and I felt tired even though I didn't do anything. And so I think creating a routine has really helped me look forward to the day and to just achieving certain tasks and goals that I'm setting for myself. I feel so much more productive. I feel so much happier and I've accomplished a lot. That's amazing. It, it honestly makes me so happy to hear that the way creating a routine has benefited you because I'm honestly much the same. I have been very strict with developing a routine for myself during these times. And honestly, I feel as though I am somewhat thriving because of it. Um, For me, my routine has been key for like managing my time between uni work and this podcast and my business. And of course, taking care of my health um, at the same time. So for me, having a routine um, is more so to free up time so that I can do things for myself and relax a little bit more. But I feel as though time management is easier than what most people are having to deal with at this point in time, which is finding ways to actually occupy their time and um, make the time actually pass in the day. So can you just break this down a bit more for the listeners and tell us what is your routine and what does it specifically consist of? Um, I'd love it if you can kind of just like shed some light on what are the different activities that maybe are business related that um, you implement in your day as well. Yeah, so basically I'll wake up early. So about 6.30 in the morning, um, I wash my face to make myself wake up. It just makes me feel refreshed. And then I'll go and I'll make myself a lemon water with apple cider vinegar and I'll do some journaling. So writing down my daily gratitude list and my affirmations I find is like really grounding and helps me. It just, it just like makes me feel really good and really positive about the day. And then I also check my monthly goals to remind myself what I'm working to achieve, not just in my business, but in my personal life as well. I then do about an hour of work for my business because this time of the day, like in the morning, like straight in the morning is where I'm most productive. And then I have my morning supplements and I get dressed in my active wear. But before I work out, I make sure I take my dog, Ollie for a quick walk and and during this time I'll listen to a podcast or some kind of audiobook or anything as my personal development. I think it's so important to implement that somewhere in your day. If it's not in the morning, then at night, but definitely to implement personal development. And then by the time I finish working out, so I've come back and I've worked out, then it's about 9 a.m. and I get dressed and ready for a working day. 
Awesome. So essentially then the first few hours of the day are really dedicated to self-care and self-development for you, which I think is great. I love that. And I think this is something people should really try to make um, the time for in their day because it's all about getting into the right mindset to handle each day that comes by. Um, so obviously not every um, not everyone currently has a routine. And I think a lot of this is because people just genuinely don't know where to start with making one. That's something I struggled with at the beginning. So what would your advice be for people who are currently struggling with routine and how can they actually make one and start implementing and also maintaining it? Yeah. So honestly, I truly believe that how you start your morning can reflect how the rest of your day is going to go and how you're going to feel. And for me, I mean, waking up early is the best start. It gives you more time to do things you might feel like you don't have time for and frees up so much time to even just relax during your morning. It took me ages to find out what works for me, like months actually, but you have to start somewhere. If you struggle with setting a routine for yourself, start by writing out how you'd like your mornings to go. All that you want to achieve, Schedule things in time slots, even schedule when you'll have breakfast or when you'll listen to a podcast and then set timers so you don't dawdle. But my advice would be make it realistic so you're not rushing. And I've made that mistake before. So I leave an hour for me to get dressed in my active wear and take Ollie out and come back and all that all realistically takes me about 30 minutes, but it allows me to move at a natural pace. Yeah, that's great advice and 100% with the allowing for like leverage between activities because there's nothing worse than feeling like you're stuck in the strict schedule. You want to have some sort of flexibility that you can kind of work with and mold around your day. Um, so I really think that is some great advice that you've given and a lot of people who are no longer able to go to work or school and are instead having to stay inside will really benefit from that advice, I think. Um, something that you would probably be grateful for, I'm very sure, is the the discipline you've developed as someone who works from home on a regular basis. So when you aren't used to that working from home schedule and instead have been dependent on things like having to show up um, or working at a certain time, it can be quite a shock to someone, I think, people how quickly the time slips by um, to them due to the lack of self-discipline in their day-to-day. -day. Um, so are there any additional points that you want to add to the discussion before we close off this chat today that might be you know helpful for the listeners yeah so don't stress if you don't get it right the first time like I said it took me months and we all have we have endless time right now keep trying shuffle things around make it realistic and make it something that you can stick to Amazing. I could not have said that better myself. Um, so there is one final thing then um, before we leave this podcast today. Where can the listeners of this podcast go to find and follow you after today's episode? Um, so you can find me on Instagram at by Jelaine, and that's where I spend most of my online time. I also have a TikTok, which is just my name at Jelaine. But yeah, that's pretty much where you'll find me. Amazing. And I will leave those um, handles in the comments section of um, this episode um, so that people can easily find you and follow you and support you and continue listening to you because um, I think you're such an incredible influence to really have 
in other people's lives. So um, amazing. I'll definitely be jumping over to your TikTok as well for some content to brighten up each day in isolation. Um, well, Jelaine, thank you so, so much for saying yes to speaking on here today. It has honestly been so amazing getting the opportunity to have you come and open up to us all about the emotions and the struggles you've been going through with self-isolating. I'm sure there are plenty of listeners on here that will have taken so much away from this chat. And at the end of the day, like that's the whole purpose of the Real-Time Wellness Project. I guess I want people to realize they are not alone with their struggles they are facing and that together we can work through them and come out the other side of all this more resilient and more evolved as individuals. So thank you so much, Jelaine. No worries. No, my pleasure. Well, I'm going to end this podcast here now. So thanks again for jumping on to our special guest, Jelaine Moreland. Go follow her socials. And um, of course, a huge thanks to all of our listeners. I have loved doing this um, bit of a different sort of episode for you all today. And I hope you've all loved it as well. So until next time, keep it real. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning into the Real-Time Podcast. I have had so much fun making this, and I hope that you guys have been able to take something away from this. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to share it with someone who you think may be in need of hearing it. My goal with this podcast is to bring you guys content of real value, so help me share this message and share this podcast by screenshotting and tagging me on your stories. By doing so, you'll be doing your part in helping me build this platform and build a space where people can listen, can grow, and can overcome whatever obstacles are getting in the way of their success. But that starts with you guys. Tag me at emilyjane.dm in your stories and hashtag Realtime and the Realtime Wellness Project and I'll be sure to reshare you on my page. Thank you so much once more for listening in, guys. Your support means the world to me. So until next time, keep it real.